What is going on, everybody? Um, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Jay Helps. And um, I feel like it's becoming a routine. Every time I come on, I'm like, it's been a while. It's been a while. You know, and it has been a while. I haven't recorded in uh, quite some time just because, you know, life, life. Maybe we can get into that another episode maybe not maybe there's no need to even make an make an episode about that but today on the episode today on jay helps today jay helps with racism in the workplace now hold on before i start let me let me set my mood real quick let me set this sparking something up real quick and I'm not talking about weed I'm talking about (laughs) I'm talking about an incense oh shit okay alright I got the incense burning I'm setting the mood right now and uh yeah so today Jay me I am going to talk to you a little bit about racism in the workplace um and let me first say this is as a disclaimer this isn't pertaining to anybody that i work with this has nothing to do with my colleagues um none of my colleagues have been rude to me or 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 shown me any type of racism or anything this this is not a video that was created because I have been discriminated against at work with people I work with, per se. This is going to be a podcast pertaining to outside sources. So um, for anyone that that doesn't know, I work in healthcare. So I'm talking about people that come into the hospital that seek help. But, you know, there are a lot of different people that come in and out of the hospital. So we're going to get into it today. Jay, Jay helps with racism in the workplace. Um, I wrote down a few notes. I wrote down a few notes, but I'm going to still, you know, go off the top of the dome. Uh, my show is never, ever scripted, I would say. It's always um, how I feel at the most present moment possible. You know, because our thoughts, our ideas, they they change, you know, as the days go on, as the weeks go, we, we start to develop, you know, different ideas as time goes on and we start to feel different about different things. I was supposed to record this um, the day of the day of this happened, because when when um, whatever happened at work, which I'll go into detail with um, when whatever happened, happened. I was in the mo- I was in a mood. I was ready to get on this mic and I was ready to go. I was ready to go off. I was ready to, you know, but but I realized that I was too anxious at the time. I was too hype. I I wanted to give myself time. So if you were looking forward to and I put this on Facebook. So if you're my Facebook friend, you might have seen the 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 warning or or me saying I was going to make make a podcast about this. So if you were waiting, I apologize if you were really really waiting on that podcast that day uh, I was just really upset and you know how sometimes we can be upset and we can jump the gun a little bit but I wanted to give myself ample time to relax you know relax a little bit and uh, think about my thoughts and to become 
more honest with how I felt. So anyway, I'm gonna jump right into it. Um, two small stories. I'm gonna formulate this um, episode into two small stories. The stories being uh, each separate situation that occurred. Um, and then I'm gonna end this episode with kind of like a solution. You know, what should, what should you do? How should you react? How should you feel? So um, I'm going to get into it. Uh, story number one. And this happened sometime last week when I was at work. Um, I'm going to call this this story um, or this portion of the episode Scooter Man. Yeah, Scooter Man. So <laughs> I was coming into work. It was a normal day. You know, I was coming in. Everything was normal. And I was working in the children's department that day. Um very calm for the most part usually very calm but when i walked in it was it was pretty crowded um it was a lot of people i work at the desk um it was pretty crowded it was a lot of people that i thought i would have to check in and deal with um the tv is usually moderately high the volume uh so usually you hear the tv you might hear a few conversations here and there but this particular day it was extremely quiet the tv volume was on zero is what it felt like um and there was a gentleman on a scooter hence the the title i'm giving this story scooter man um and i don't know man when i walked in he was the only one talking you know my co-worker kind of briefed me in a little bit she said you know uh, today has been okay but but this this guy here he he he's the only one talking he'll he'll talk to anybody that'll sit and listen I'm like, okay, no big deal. You know, I like to talk. I like to talk, so it's not a big deal. Um, and forgive me if you hear anything in my background. I tried to make it as quiet as possible, but I live in the hood, so <laughs> you might hear some yelling or some cars or some, uh, my apologies if you hear any of that. But anyway, I'm like, cool, you know, I like to talk, whatever, it's not a big deal. It's okay, you know? I especially if the conversations are positive and people are uniting. This was the opposite. Um, this man, I knew from as soon as what I heard him say, as soon as I walked in the door. That's why we built the wall. That's why we built the wall. I said, okay. I said, okay. Um, so this is this is what we're going to deal with. And, and let me say, I, I am totally fine with everybody having their own opinion I'm, I'm i'm totally fine i've never been against it um you don't even have to prove or tell me why you think or believe what you think i mean it would be nice it would be nice i think that's how you have a conversation but this 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 isn't the time or place you know me being at work this isn't that's not what this was this was just a gentleman who was um feeling very emotional um things were going on i'm assuming i'm not making excuses by any means but uh i don't know i don't even know what was going on he was there with someone uh, who was, you know, having something done at the hospital without going too deep into detail. But he he was just there with him. And he was sitting on a scooter and he's talking to another woman and she's not saying anything. And to be honest, it was one of those situations where I was very uncomfortable because I felt like, you know, he was, he had the floor and he was talking about um, building walls and he was going into how if Asians and other people of, of from different countries wanted to come into this country, they would need to understand their place. They all have a place. His words were, everyone has a place in this country and they need to stay in their place. 
So, you know, and I'm listening. I at, at no point did I ever interrupt? Did I interject myself? Did I try to stop him from talking? Um, I just let him kind of talk. I let him kind of air out his frustrations. Not because, I mean, I wasn't in control of that. You know, again, I walked into this. He was already doing this prior to me getting to work. So this isn't anything that, that I saw happen from the start. This is something I just walked into. So, um, yeah, you know, but he was talking about building walls and he, he was talking about how Biden, you know, Biden's working against everything Trump did. Biden's, you know, undoing everything Trump did for us. And, and you know, we built we built the wall for a reason. We built that wall. Why aren't we using the wall? Um, so I was just thinking about all this and I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, um how comfortable one man has allowed so many people in a sense to come out of the woodworks and be so comfortable with just making others uncomfortable there there is a way i think there's a difference between you know in a in a way making people uncomfortable just because it may be just an uh, an unpopular opinion but then there is a difference from that and then being blatantly disrespectful uh there were mo- there were a number of black people in the waiting room there were a number of uh latino there were a number of um asians uh, there, there were, there's a mix, you know, where I work as a hospital, many people, we treat many, many, many people for many, many different things. There was a mixing bowl of people in that waiting room and you had one white man sitting on his scooter <laughs> talking to another white woman and they were engaging in conversation that wasn't wasn't good you know they were these are yes unpopular opinions but these were very very i would i would say just borderline disrespectful to everyone sitting in that waiting room um that's story number one i'm gonna reel both of these stories back in with a universal point and then i'm gonna segue into the solution so that's story number one. That's the story of Scooter Man. I walk in and he's upset about stuff and he's talking about walls and we should build them and Biden isn't upholding those those laws and he isn't he isn't um um following what Trump started. He's not following up, he's not doing right. Um we need the wall and everyone has a place in this country. So that's that's what I one walk into. The second story, um, I'm not going to lie. I caught <laughs> this is I was in the I was in the heat of the moment when I when I gave this story a name at work. I originally named this story, excuse me, The Lady That Sees Black Boogeyman. But I was like, <laughs> I thought about it before I started recording today and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to say that. Let me pick something that's a little bit more telling of what this story is. And I renamed it to <laughs> He's the black boogeyman. Oh my god. Um, I renamed it to Misunderstood. Misunderstood. So this is gonna be the second and most most recent 
incident that happened at work, which was this past weekend. So I'm at, I'm at the desk once again, you know, I come in and it's a quiet day. It's quiet. Everyone's respectful. Everyone's getting along and it's nowhere near as crowded. It's not, it's maybe three, four families in the waiting area. Not many at all for a weekend as opposed to the weekday when it's like flooded with people. Um, so I'm sitting at the desk and then a lady approaches and she's, you know, I'm here, I'm here with uh, my husband's going into surgery. I'm here with him. You know, I need to know what to do, where to go. So I go into my spiel. Okay. Um, have you seen your husband at all? Um, before the surgery? Um, are you just getting here or have you been, cause she came from the back. Sometimes we have people come into the hospital and then sometimes people come from the back, from, from upstairs, from they've already been with the person already where I work at. So sometimes the family's with the, with the patient in the room and then they'll come down for surgery and then they'll come from the back. So we always just like to ask, you know, have you seen the patient? Are they going to go right into the surgery now? Or are you going to still have the opportunity to go back? You know, fill me in. So she's like, well, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go see him again. That's what they told me. I said, okay, that's fine. I just got some paperwork for her to fill out. Would you like to get text messages about the surgery? You know, I, I go into my spill um with what i have to do at work and she's looking at me and i kind of you know look back like oh okay i mean don't say something wrong you know and she just was like you're you're nice and i was like okay um in my head i'm thinking okay i'm like well um thanks i kind of said that i said that a lot thank you i'm like i mean there's no reason to be mad or angry you know she's like yeah yeah, but 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 you're you're too nice. I said, okay, all right, well, you know, and I continue with my spiel. I'm like, okay, well, you know, um, this number here, you know, if you look on the monitor there, you'll be able to track when the surgery starts and stops. And it's almost like she wasn't even listening to what I was saying anymore. She was so focused on how nice I was or how nice I was being. And she was like, um, you're not supposed to be nice. And I said, I, I said, I'm not, you know, at work, I'm a very transparent person. I will engage with you in conversation like a normal human being. Now I'm not going to cross the line. There are things you should and shouldn't say at work, but for the most part, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm nice. I, I communicate with people like a normal person. I'm not a robot. You know, you're going to get a real person that's trying to really be there for you and really support you as best I can in my role. So yeah, she was just almost like she wasn't hearing what I was saying. She was like, you know, well, you're too nice. You shouldn't be that nice. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, why not? She's like, well, you know, you're just, you're not supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be mean. You're supposed to be nasty. And I'm like, uh, okay. She said it like that. She's like, you're supposed to be nasty. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, uh, no, um, I don't have a reason to be nasty. I don't have a reason to be angry. Um, you know, I'm at work and you know, I'm here to make you guys feel as comfortable as possible. So I don't really have a reason to be mean or nasty or, well, I know, but yeah, but you know, you, you, you just are supposed to be nasty. You're supposed to be mean. You're, you're too nice. And that's what she said to me. And I said, Oh, okay. And I, I, in the moment, I, I kind of thought, okay, 
this is coming from something that's maybe a little bit more deep rooted. This is because I've gotten people tell me I'm nice and it's like legit. It's like, oh, you're nice. You know, thank you for being so nice to me today. Oh, no problem. You know, I mean, I've gotten that. But this she was really focused on how nice I was. And it was almost as if she expected me to be something else and a lot of times you know we we see people we talk to people or even before we talk to people we kind of prejudge people we we've all done it um and we think what we're gonna get and then we get the opposite i think that's happened to a few of us too um where we'll see a person and we might be like mm, nah i'm not uh i ain't messing with that person you know uh, i don't know that person ended up being your best friend <laughs> that person ends up being the one that you go to you know I think we've all kind of been in that situation before. So, yeah, um, she was really focused on how I was, how I was acting, or not even acting, how I, how I was. You know, she was focused on how nice I was. I'm like, well, I'm glad she noticed. I'm thinking to myself, I'm glad she noticed how nice I was. So that's story number two. So you have Scooterman, whose obsession with the wall, and then you have misunderstood the lady who expected me to be something else or to act a, a certain way and I, I say both of those stories um because i think that they both were rooted in racism um he's talking about the wall and we all know regardless of how you feel regardless of what side you take that is a very polarizing topic when you start talking about the wall. That was Trump's entire campaign was built around the wall and keeping others out. We can go into the little details and say, oh no, well we wanna make sure that our Americans are making money. We can go into all that. But we, we wanna focus and stay focused on um, what he was highlighting. It was very clear on who he was trying to keep out. And it felt very malicious. It had a malicious feeling behind it. Now, regardless of, of, of if it was good or bad, that's up to you. But but when he was spewing propaganda over this wall, it felt malicious. It felt like we don't want you here because you're different. You're not like me. You don't look like me. You're not an American. So you don't you don't have a place here. This is this is our country. This is our America. You know, that's what it felt like. And then so it was very racist. It felt to me like a very racist conversation between I'm going to just focus on the gentleman that was talking. Maybe he had some some ideologies and some some thoughts that were racist you know because clearly he was trying to be seen and heard he had a black family sitting right next to him when he was talking about all this he had on his he had on his confederate flag hat so i mean it is what it is and then the lady i think hers was deep rooted because i think because i'm a black male i was supposed to have an attitude I was supposed to come off as reckless or I don't care about my job. I was supposed to be lazy and lackluster when I was talking to her. I was supposed to sound unprofessional. I was supposed to talk with slang and yeah and all of these different things that people kind of use to diminish black people. Um, 
in both of those stories i i noticed one one common denominator and that was that even in sickness even though you were here to see your husband who was sick even though you sir were here to see your wife who was sick you used your even a little bit of your time to focus on differences you had to muster up your true feelings of 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 just being racist and and why why should it be an issue to be nice why should we sit in a waiting room full of a mixed crowd of diverse and different people and talk about building walls why be divisive why point out differences why call out something that's just unfamiliar to you and then look at it like it's strange you know um i'm gonna move into the solution you know so when you're faced with all of this at work what do you do what do you do um I did write a few notes down. Um, first off, remain confident in who you are. Your skin color, your pigment, that doesn't determine your worth. You know, I, I personally, I don't care what color, I don't care what background, I, I, I just, I, I, I see the difference. I'm not, I'm not, I used to be with the crowd that's, oh, I don't see color, I don't see color, because I, I understood the intention behind when people would say, I don't see color. It, it's, it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing when people say, I don't see color, I don't see color. It's positive. But then on the flip side, you, you do want to see color. You do want to see the differences, because the differences you can learn from. That's the problem. You got people that's like, oh, I don't see color. And you got the other side. People are like, why don't you see my blackness? You have to understand where it's coming from. Just like on the, on the reverse, you have people saying black lives matter. Then you got people saying, oh, all lives matter. And I'm not about to even go in this conversation because this is a loop, an everlasting loop. You have people, oh, all lives matter. Well, yeah, I get it. Yes, you're right. All lives do matter. However... If black lives don't matter, all lives can't matter. Black lives is a life, and if it doesn't matter because of what we've seen, that just is not the case. All lives do not matter if black lives don't matter, but I'm not about to go into that because that's not what this podcast is about. It's just a piece. It's just a piece. Um, Take a drink of water real quick. Um... You have to remain confident in who you are. That's how you, for one, deal with it. Don't get so caught up in the media and what people are saying on the streets and what people are saying on the internet. When you wake up in the morning, whether you white, black, blue, purple, whatever, you look in the mirror and you, you have to know, you have to know Yes, I'm white. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I'm Asian. Yes, I'm Mexican. You know, um, yes, I'm Vietnamese. Yes, I'm whatever. But I'm more than that. That is who I am. That is part of who I am, at least. 
but I'm more than just my skin color, dude. Yeah, I'm proud to be black. Yeah, you might be proud to be white, but you should be more than that. You know, we're all at the at the root of it all. I can you can skin everybody's skin off. You you can you can peel everybody's skin off. I should have said that you can peel everybody's skin off. What are you gonna see? You're gonna see tendons and bones and flesh. And guess what? All that shit gonna look just the same. So, skin color, yeah, true, it's heritage, it's history, I get it. But you should be more than that. So when you're faced with racism at work, you should just know, no matter what side you're on, no matter, not not if you're racist, no matter if you're white being, um, in a way, uh, outcast, um, because that is very possible too. A lot of people like to run around and say, oh, you know, white people can't be, uh, or black people can't be racist. Let's talk about it. Let's let's have a good conversation about it. Not right now. Not right now because again, that's not the intent of this of this here episode, but we can we can talk and we can break it down. Because no, I don't think black people can necessarily be racist, but we can still be very dismissive. We can still be dismissive and I'm talking about toward innocent people. I'm talking about toward innocent bystanders just because we collectively group everyone. And I'm going to touch on that in a minute too. Just like white people collectively group black people sometimes into thugs. Just like people say all, you know, um, people of Arab descent, you know, they're, they all own all the gas stations and the Chinese people, they do nails. All these different stereotypes and different labels that we give people. And let's be honest, we, we all have those ideologies in our brain. We know what's up. We see it. We know. But you have to know that you're more than that. You're not just your skin color. Um, we all matter, yes. And we're all special. But until we see and feel this to be true, we're just, I mean, we're going to keep saying black lives matter we're going to keep saying stop asian hate we will continue to march with native americans and continue standing up for whoever else is being treated unfairly it's just it's it's amazing that we still are fighting this martin luther king malcolm x harriet tubman rosa parks some of the greats some some greats some icons legends that stood up all those years ago got laws changed things you know developed because of these people and the work that they put in and yet we are still dealing with that all these years later it's 2021 2021 2021 and it feels like we're so far removed but if you look at the history books and you look at the timetables and you look at the years like 1970 1960 that wasn't a long time ago and i mean they were really in the thick of a lot of the racist stuff what we dealing with now, I'm not going to say it's petty and I'm not going to diminish it down to a level where, you know, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad today compared to what it was 50, 100 years ago. Because, no, what's happening today is, is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And where we are in time, it just should be different. It, sh it feels like it should just be different by now. We shouldn't be this divisive over... 
racism. Because can we all agree at least that racism is bad? Can we at least agree? Okay, if we can agree, now we can go into, well, look at this situation. But then it's just a whole, you know, it's a whole, a whole case, you know. But, um, it's just, um, it can be very daunting. It can be very daunting when you're going through a situation. I didn't know exactly how to feel. I felt very uncomfortable when I sat there and listened to that man talk about building walls and people should be in their place, stay in their place. And it felt very weird in the moment after thinking about it, um, about, am I not supposed to be nice? And then once I realized, oh, well, maybe she's just not used to black people being nice because maybe all she does is watch the news and she sees how crime ravages through the cities and she sees all these different faces that are black that are committing crimes, so to speak. Black people are face to face with cops all the time, fighting cops, killing cops. Maybe that's what she thought. And I could have this whole thing misconstrued and misunderstood myself. Maybe she just never met a nice person. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to give her um, any excuses or anything. But, um, and now that I'm on this platform, I want to, I want to also mention something else. Um, when in a situation that may involve racism and just in general, I think this is a, this is just a good universal um, point skill trait we should all kind of aspire to include into who we are but I, I, I'm talking about word association and when I say that I mean words like when we hear the word poor what do we think of first probably black people when you hear the word thug what do you hear probably probably black people when you hear thug probably when you hear entitled what do you think of probably white people when you hear rich what do you think of probably white people? This needs to stop. This is an issue. Um, it To an extent, yes, it may be kind of a reality. And it's like, well, whatever. Reality is reality. What's real is real. I get that. I get it. And I understand that. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, I think that it's also... Um, Yes, on a grand scale, on a major scale, yes. You know, we're the minorities and they're the majority and the laws are built in favor of the majority and all that kind of stuff you can go into. You can debate all that. You, I'm not debating none of that here, but you can debate that. Um, but a lot of times we dismiss or if, better word, we cancel people. If a white man comes in and he commits a crime and then he is arrested peacefully you know from that everybody get mad and say see white people white people white people white people white people get treated get treated i mean and, and yes you may see a string of these events where white people commit crimes and then they're treated very nicely they're cared for they're they're made comfortable and all this. Now, if when things like that happen on a grand scale, when it happens back to back to back to back, yes, it's, it's it can become questionable, and that is what we've seen. 
Um, but I will say we should start to focus more on individual on a more individual basis if one man whether white or black commits a crime we need to look at that man and say that man did that and focus your opinions toward that man and not the entire race of people that's the same for black people just because one black person walk up in the store and rob the store that does not mean that black people are all thugs and that we're all robbers and gonna and gonna do stuff and we're violent we're all violent we're violent people well, let's think about why we're violent. Let's think about all the oppression and suppression and how many times we've been silenced over all the years. I'm not, again, making an excuse for anything. I'm not. Because in the same light, I can also say, who wouldn't? And this is, the, I'm treading very lightly when I say this, but who wouldn't want to live in a world where you get everything you want? where the laws work in your favor, where you don't have to worry about getting pulled over by the cops. Or if you do, you get a slap on the back and say, you know, take this as a lesson and, you know, uh, uh, keep on going. And you get get a good a good message out of being pulled over by the cops. How, how often do you get advice from cops and you get the feelings of, of being mentored in a sense by a by a, a local police officer as a black person not many not many but as a white person uh yeah you know especially if i saw a video once you know and the mom walked up she was mad because i guess her son got pulled over and she was all in the cop's face pointing fingers and you know you can't do this and whatever he was being very respectful he couldn't hit a woman he couldn't knock a woman out In that same type of situation, a mom was sticking up for her son. They punched her in the face, knocked her upside the head, and slammed her face into the pavement, too. You're just like your son. <laughs> it's not funny, but but I'm, I'm you got all of these different angles and sides. All these different angles and sides. You know, but I'm just here to let you know that, you know, you're worth it. You know, you're not you're not your skin color. You know, as much as we are in these bodies and we're, you know, we just are who we are, you know, whether white, black, whatever. We just are who we are. If this is a person, as in this case, it is an outside source, someone that doesn't really work with the with your organization, they, they're a customer. On a scale like a hospital, I mean, there are more. If, if the person is too disrespectful, too violent, too brute, too forceful with you, borderline, uh, uh, threatening, yeah, there's some action you can take while you're at work. Get this person removed. If you have to call security, call security. If this person is doing the most, call security. You know? Um,. But in most cases, like the case that I'm in, I mean, if, if even if I call security, I mean, what are they going to say? They're going to come up there and, oh, you can't, you have to be quiet. You can't talk like that. And then what, well, then what's going to happen? I mean, sometimes you just have to kind of not bite the bullet, not just take it. But sometimes you have to internalize the solution. And you have to, again, that goes back to what I was saying, be confident in who you are. And know that just because someone else has a different opinion, that does not devalue you. That does not make how you feel or who you are illegitimate. 
you know you still matter and you just have to understand that there are people with different opinions and then there are people who express those opinions in different ways sometimes there are actions we have to take while at work such as call security such as maybe walk over to the person and say excuse me um yeah um we we we're not gonna do that here okay and but see then you then sometimes you risk that's that's this is where you have to decide on if that's what something you want you ready for and you want to do you have people oh this is a free country i can do what i want say what i want i understand that but what you're doing right now is causing a lot of unnecessary tension and friction and divisiveness everyone here is already stressed out as it is Everyone in here has a loved one who is having surgery. Everyone here is already worried and just, we don't need to come here and hear anything political because political, can we leave that out right now? Can we say that right now with the president and what they doing, who cares? Because my loved one is in the back having surgery, doing all this stuff, going through all of this pain and, and enduring all of this, and then I'm struggling with hoping that they're okay. We don't need this right now. Can we agree? Aren't you already stressed because your wife is back there? So why even make yourself more upset by talking about something that's super polarizing that if that's what you're looking for, of course somebody is going to maybe oppose and fight back why are you doing this? Is it necessary right now? So, unless you're ready to, you know, give that type of speech while at work and fight that battle, sometimes you have to just kind of internalize it and it's up to you to decide if do you need to go speak with someone in the back, someone higher up, hey, somebody, this guy is out here talking about building walls and all of this stuff. And then and as, as far as the lady goes, people are gonna make comments and assumptions about you your entire life. So that was one of the more simpler, excuse me, one of the more simpler lessons that I was able to just take in. Because I mean, I've been judged my whole life, right? You know, I've been called things, people have, I've been misunderstood my whole life. So um, having someone potentially expect me to be a certain way and i'm not that way i mean that's 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 child's play i'm not worried about that i mean she can think how she want to think i'm not saying it's okay i'm not saying she should go around and be you know um you know telling people who to be or putting these false false narratives on people's lives like oh you're not supposed to be this way you're supposed to be that that's nothing so stuff like that will happen every single day you know so all in all um what mama used to say or what grandma used to say you gotta choose your battles right some shit <laughs> some shit is worth the fight and some shit isn't you just have to pick which one and um I mean I've never me personally I've never been face to face with Racism. I've never had anyone blatantly be racist toward me. Um, maybe small little microaggressions and things like that, but um, I've never felt the need to check somebody. And please, no, I will. I will check somebody. I will follow the pr the protocol. 
because I want to make sure that I'm still employed and I want to make sure I still have a job. But best believe I will be going through the motions and doing what I need to do. But that person will be dealt with in the workplace, whether it be customer or whoever, if or a colleague or whatever, it will be dealt with if you ever tried me. You know, that's not a threat. That's just what it is. You can't be going out here in the world causing those type of rifts and stuff. I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it, but it happens. It happens. It happens, especially in the workplace, especially in the workplace. You know how many people turn a blind eye to the stuff that happens while they at work because they feel like they can't say nothing. They feel like their job is in danger. You know, that's not okay. And that's what inevitably we're working to change for everybody. This isn't just a black issue. This isn't just an Asian hate issue. This is this is a people. This is a human issue. You have people that look at other people and think I'm more superior than you. And that can go for, again, anybody. I'm not just painting white people as villains. I'm not just putting them in those positions. I'm talking about anybody. Anybody can have that, that, that complex about them. You can be black and come over here from Africa and look at y'all like look at black people here in America like y'all bow down to me I mean you got all these different ways and things um ways of thinking you know that's a problem in any sense of the word and I think that that's the point that people are missing this isn't just a fight uh, yeah it may be a fight for us Initially, but in the long run, the hope is that, yes, hopefully we're treated more equally. And then also all people, nobody should be treated like this. A lot of people are not empathetic. A lot of people say, oh, I feel sorry for you, but they don't feel how you feel until they're presented with an opportunity to, to, to be in that, in that position. So, um... I don't know. A lot of people just have empathetic issues where they, they can't even see themselves in in some of the positions that others find themselves in. Um, the reasons up to you to decide, up to you to kind of figure out why. But um, yeah, when you're in the workplace, man, a lot can happen. A lot can be said. A lot can be done. You just need to remain professional, right? Stay who you are don't change don't change i could easily go back to work the next day and try to deepen my voice and sound tougher i could have took that anyway to be honest i could have took that anyway you know i could have thought she was implying something else you know or but and i could have went to work the next day and thought well maybe i should act this way or act that way no Right? Don't change who you are, man. Don't change who you are. If you are a peaceful, if you are a good person, stay a good person. Do not change to make anybody else comfortable. If in the in the case you are spreading positive, you are being inclusive. Don't change that. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Being nice is not a bad thing. Never in a million years would I thought you know i mean people would stop me or people would mention oh you're so nice you're so nice i mean what what the fuck i mean <laughs> am i supposed to be mean 
is is being nice that scarce now that we you know i mean don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i i appreciate that because it's coming when it's coming from a place of positive a place of positivity a good place when it's not coming from ego or it's not coming from something negative or something you know I can appreciate a compliment like that. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, that's what I'm here for. You know, I ain't got no reason to be mean. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy to be alive because I ain't got to be here. You don't either. You know, so why spend that time? Why be upset? You know? So, um, that's it, man. That's all I got for y'all. This video went a little bit longer than I thought it would. Um, But I hope you all are well, you know, this, this world, you know, 2020 was a terrible time. 2021, it's getting better, but you know, when you break it down, there are still many things that we need to fix as far as us go as humans, you know, and how we interact with people, how we relate to people, how we sympathize with people, empathize with people. It's a lot that still needs to be worked on. We'll never be a perfect union. We'll never be perfect. Excuse me. But we need to get to a place where we're not being so divisive. So, um, yeah, um, I, I'm getting a, I'm getting a message right now. That's how I know I'm talking too much. The maximum recording time for a segment is 60 minutes. Keep an eye out on the clock. So that means that's like how the Grammys or the <coughs> scammies. <coughs> um, when, you know, when they try to get you off the stage, they say, oh, they play the music and they try to get you off the stage. Yeah. Or BET or MTV Awards. They try to get you off the stage. VMAs. They play the music. That's my cue. That's my cue, y'all. I got to get up out of here. So, um. I hope that I, I could, I, you know, I hope you enjoyed the story, the stories that I told. I hope you take the very basic advice that I just gave you. I just made like a 46 minute currently video or episode telling you to just be yourself, just be yourself. And that's really like a universal thing, man. I mean, that that is something that really applies to everything. Be yourself. Don't get too bent out of shape. Don't allow something to have so much power over you. Although I understand how frustrating it can be when it's like, how can you be so negative? How can you be so racist? How can you be so mean in general? I get it. It can be extremely frustrating, especially if you are a nice person. You're a nice human being. You want to spread positivity without being toxic because apparently toxic positivity is a thing these days. We'll talk about that in another episode, another podcast, maybe. But, um, but yeah, so that wraps up this episode. How to deal with work in the workplace or how to deal with work in the workplace. How to deal with racism in the workplace. Be yourself. Stay calm. Choose your battles. If this is something that's very, very, very threatening to you or others, then by all means, go to security, go to someone higher up, seek help. Get, get help, figure, hey, what should I do? This person's doing ABC. Sometimes you, again, internalize it and you say, okay, all right, all right, this is, this is what this is going to be today. All right, well, you know, you just got to, just got to, you know, turn the other cheek in a sense and just let people 
be themselves. Not not in like, oh, it's okay, be yourself. Not not saying that. Like you have to let people look like an ass. Because essentially that's what they look like. I mean, people was looking, I mean, even his own people was looking at him like, is this man serious right now? You know. So I'm planning for another episode. <laughs> of J helps and the next episode I'm gonna title it uh how to deal with or how to become your best self J helps with how to become your best self so be on the lookout for that that'll be coming real soon I don't I don't have a date I don't have a time as you can see I'm very inconsistent with these podcasts but for good reason because when I do make one I try to go all in and I try to give you the best content that I can. So uh, I hope today, I hope you learned something. I hope you could take something positive away from this. I hope that no one felt offended by anything that I said. My intention, I want to disclaim that is to never, um, or I want to make that known. My intention is to never harm anyone. My intention is to never target anyone, you know per se um i want us all to just love each other man there's enough problems in the world it's enough sickness in the world already and i just don't think fighting each other and um i don't think segregating each other and that's something else that man said too i actually wrote a little note here he said if you're gonna come in this country you're gonna be segregated like everyone else and that's when he said everyone has a place in this country ain't that crazy and i'm gonna shut up though I'm, I'm finishing up i'm wrapping this up i hope you learned something i hope you can take something positive away i hope you don't feel targeted i hope you don't feel triggered i just want you to take what i say or take someone else's positive thoughts if they choose to share it with you and just take it in, man, and just stop. If you're a person that's spreading hate and violence and segregation and division, just stop. Just stop. We don't need to keep doing this. This is tired. This is played out. You know, so, um, I pray that you all have a great day. Um, I pray that you all have a great week. I pray that you all, you know, keep your heads high, keep your spirits high, keep your energy high, and uh, keep spreading love, y'all. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of J-Helps. I will catch you on the next one. Peace.